Hi, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to our live Hard Knocks uh, recap. Hard Knocks recap and QA. It is episode 200. We, I have done 200 episodes with you, Pupard. Well, they're not all 200 days because some we've done multiple episodes per day. So I don't think we've skipped a day yet since we started, though. No, we've skipped a day. Oh, we have? Yeah, we've skipped a day. We've skipped multiple days, but you know, it's all good. Nobody, nobody notices. It's okay. the grind. The grind don't stop. Uh, we got sixty-five people in here right now, which is um, I'm I'm amazed. Uh, you know what I've learned from um, my best friend, who is a Five Reasons addict. He says that people don't want to relive misery, which is why they don't come after losses. Um, there, although, although we had a lot of people on the on the live show after the game against KC ridiculous amount of people and i think we did like two hours and 20 minutes or something like that which we're we're here as long as you're here we're here and we we're thankful for the 98 people who are here now um thank you for joining us we'll not only just use this as a recap but we'll do this as a question and answer period for what chris greer said what mike mcdaniel said at the end of the year press conference and honestly, I have not sh really shared my thoughts on a lot of those subjects, even though we've done two podcasts since. Um, th this is the unfiltered episode. So forget we'll, we'll, we'll your as, as opposed to usual, to usually it's filtered, really? Uh, <laughs> it's, filtered shows. it's not, but some things that were said on that Monday recap, I've had to do some research, call around, ask some friends, recalibrate some thought processes, mm -hmm. um, and, you know, do a little bit of reporting because you don't want to, I generally don't want to have knee jerk reactions to things like do like people, people have to understand. And this is what really pissed me off today. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm pissed off today. Oh. Uh, every, everybody in in the Twitter sphere and, you know, podcast world and dolphin fans, they think they're capologists and cap gurus. Cause you know, they know how to log on to over the cap and, and whatever, whatever, what, which one got, what's the other one? Um, I feel track or spot rack. Spot rack yeah. Do you know how complicated this is? Yes, I do. And I've spent 15 years. I, my our peers in the NFL, they come to me to do their numbers and crunch their numbers. And I analyze and know how to read the books. I'm telling you, if it if it wasn't an issue, I wouldn't have brought it up last offseason when I said, yo, you're they're heading into a cap crisis and apocalypse. apocalypse. And yeah, you can get yourself out of it, but all you're doing is just using another credit card to pay off the credit card that you already owe, and you're going to still owe the credit card down the line. And as we've consistently said throughout the NFL, when you start paying a quarterback quarterback money, it gets hard. You are eating ramen noodles on your roster. You're eating ramen noodles beans and Wheaties, bean, uh, you know, beans and Wheaties and, um, and, and peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. And which is why I'm, you know, I offer him a multi-year contract. 
I give him the Christian Wilkins deal where who, who are we talking about now? We're talking about Tua. Anyway. I don't know. You, you said you said that we offer him the contract. Who are you talking After about? After a multi-year contract, I give him the Christian who Wilkins deal. Who are you talking deal. about? Tua, yes. I offer him a contract. I give him the Christian Wilkins deal where you're getting 70 cents on the dollar for what your market is. If you take it, you take it. If you don't, play on your fifth-year option. But anyway, that's not the subject and conversation that we're talking about now. But I wrote a column on alldolphins.com um, that you you can you can find yeah. that sort of, you know, and, and you took issue with it because I said that this is Chris Greer's fault. And if it goes bad, it will be Chris Greer's head. And that's just where I stand. You can't ask Steve Ross to write big fat checks to run it back another year. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, can you, can you let me say well, what I took issue with? I took issue with, I, I don't know that it's Chris Greer who's the who's the single decision maker who pulled the trigger on all those He's moves. He's not the single decision maker, but who's in charge? Uh, who is the head man in charge? I'm not sure. You don't know? Their, their, power, their power structure has been nebulous for the past. Come on, you, come on, you know Chris Greer. How since, is, since 2019. Chris Greer has been the man put in charge. He is responsible for everything. That there's no wiggle room about it. Yeah, yeah. Who's respond? Who 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 was the driving force behind Noah the Noah Benagany draft pick? Was it Chris Greer? Um. Okay. That's I said since 2000. Okay. That was right, 2020. You got, you got it. Was Brian Flores? And my point is. Chris Greer has, has been around for a very, very long time. And one of the reasons, number one, is Steve, Steve Ross is very loyal to him. Then number two is he plays well with others, for lack of a better term. And I think – But the Chris Greer has said to me, these are my draft picks. They're well, nobody else. Correct, because, again, it's, it's, not, it's about not doing this if it goes south. I don't know. The, the, Dolphins, right. the Dolphins' power structure has been nebulous for a bit, for a while – unlike other franchises where it's crystal clear who the main decision maker is. One le head left to roll. That's all I'll say. Okay. Fair enough. Um, let's, let's get into this hard knocks episode. Um, I thought it was a poor episode. Um, kind of. I, I, I got the structure. It started off with the playoff montage and, the 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 drone shot of the team getting into the hotel. Um, I, I tell people all the time. I tell my I told my son this. You want to make some money in this world? Learn how to fly camera drones because, mm -hmm. whoo, that's a business right there. And it uses joy. If you're a video game player, it's it's basically the same thing. Um, your son that might be a good career for your son there too. I know he's making uh, computer graphics. He's in, um, back, he's in the background here, and he he just smiled and waved. So. Yeah, dr drone drone flying camera drone flying. Oh yeah. my god, that's such a big business. I know this because when we were in the world, when I was in the producing world, like you you had to pay five hundred bucks for a drone for a drone shot. Um, but uh, I I I like I like certain elements of the I like the cinematography setting up the, the first game the setting up the playoff game. Um, I I like the Taylor Swift moments and scenes and episodes. I like, I like that thing that her surfing. There is a video I have on social media where they put the music to it, and that's what she's doing. She's swag surfing. Um, 
And I've never I, heard that uh, term. Full di- full disclosure, I'd never heard that term before. I before this past weekend. Really, dude? Are you look at me? Do are you really shocked that I'd never heard? It's, it's, at, it's at every sporting event. That song is like twenty years old. It's a it's an urban classic song, and you know, you, 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 know, you know, and and it's taken. It's become like the sports song where. They they take it and swags. It's a dance that you do where the whole crowd sways together, like um, rolling with the homies. <laughs> you did not say rolling with the homies. What movie? Um, is that um, Clueless? Clueless. Yes, that is an excellent movie. Excellent movie. It was. Um, it had a huge crush on Stacy Dash. Thought learned she was a cuckoo bird. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, what was I going to say to you? Um, I just didn't like the episode. Didn't like so many different elements about it. Uh, the one thing I did like about it is that it showed how injured a lot of those guys were going into that game. Um, and Raheem, Waddle. I mean, you're watching Waddle practice and you're watching him limp around, which is cool. I don't know what he did to – no, you didn't You didn't, you didn't. didn't. No, the one, guy I noticed, the one guy I noticed limping noticeably – in the footage that we saw tonight was Tyreek. I did like the part where McDaniel's telling him, okay, I've seen enough. You're good. Shut it down. Shut it yeah. down. He did that with most. No, 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 no. Waddle was limping way more than Tyreek was limping. Not in the shots I saw tonight. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. If you pay what attention. Were you, what were you watching? What were you watching? What were you watching? You know, Waddle is. I was is watching. 17, not 10. I, I did. I did hear. I did hear him say, shut it down. Like, Come on, those guys. All right, they're they're out there. They're playing, but come on, it is what it is. And I I didn't I never knew. You, you remember I we were there when they were having that conversation about the race, and we knew they were talking about something, but we couldn't figure out what they were that talking. Was, that about. was funny. I, yeah, that was yeah. Funny. <laughs> that that was good. Um, we were like we were watching. We we're like, what's this powwow about? Yeah. Um, but just just to now get the the inner inner dialogue about it, um, and yeah, and, 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 were... and Drew saying, "Hey, we got to get Ethan Bonner in this thing here." Um, and, I didn't and, catch that. Yeah, oh yeah, Drew said we got to get Ethan Bonner in here, um, and it, it you know it's true they have that they have those shirts that tell you basically what mile per hour you run based on what kind of car you you get. So Ethan's in that super fast club. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm like you. And I saw, I saw a couple of the comments saying, what are you talking about? It was a fantastic episode. Mm, yeah. I, I found it kind of meh. Um, comments. You guys thought it was fantastic. Please yeah, tell me what you thought Laura, it was fantastic. Laura was, Laura was like, what are you guys crazy? That was a fantastic episode. It, it was kind of meh. I, um, they touch on a lot of different things that, that the newsy stuff with the, the three veterans signing Reed Houston and Irvin, yeah. uh, the Melvin Ingram stuff was actually pretty funny. I'm not sure about the scene and at the restaurant with his, with his buddy from college. I, Melvin Ingram dinner. I'm like, come on. Yeah. That, that was weird. That was like, okay. Um, you go out to dinner with another teammate. Like that was so staged anyway. I, well, but, but here's well timeout though. If, to me, it, it, what I didn't like about it is it's a generic conversation with a buddy from college. Why? But in terms of the conversation flowing to me, it was a lot better than the dinner with the safeties that we got a few episodes ago. 
That, no, it was better than the offensive line dinner. Uh, but the, all, all the all the dinners have been staged. We know they're staged. Let it let it be. Let the conversation. See, but that one actually, the conversation was good. It was just the fact that, no offense, why do we need to see Melvin Ingram with his college buddy? That's that's the thing to me that was weird, especially since there were other stuff. There was other things about Melvin Ingram which were better. Um, I did like the, the the part where they're going. They're preparing for the flight, takeoff, landing, and all the while you got in the air tonight playing. And, of course, with the crescendo, with the you – know, See, the big hold on. Uh, here, here's another thing. From my, right. from my production experience, that was a shot done a long time ago. That was not the, – the, the one in the car – and where they're showing the hard knocks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They never show, they never show what they're looking at. I mean, I, I didn't get the point of that particular stretch. It was just a great cinematography moment. When, when you do those things, the cameraman, they have their moment. They create their scenes. They they create their visuals. And they, they advocate, the, you know, they want those Garrett camera moments. And that, that was the, the great camera montage. And that was it. And it was a great camera montage. Um I, 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 but I hate the air of the night. I hate, I hate, I love the song, hate the overuse of it in sports, but I will say this, they intertwined it a lot with the breathing in the stadium and Uh, yeah, the steam and, and, and you, and you, and you hear, and, and I did love how they sewed in from the beginning to the end. Everybody just talking about how goddamn cold it was and how they were freezing and how it was such an unbearable. I love Studesville saying that, hey, that's just painted dirt on that field. It's it's going to be rock hard and frozen. So, you know, don't think it's grass. It's painted dirt. And I was just like, that is that is so, so dope. For, for a coach to say that because people don't realize the adverse situations and circumstances that these players have to go through in order to entertain them in a $19 billion business. I actually looked it up today. Omar, again, and, and, and I've, I've heard you mention that before. I, I get it. They, they they got, it sucks that they got to, they had to play that game in such ridiculous weather Whose fault is it that there was an Arctic front coming down from 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 the North Pole on that particular weekend in Kansas City? I mean, that's a bad break. And I and I and I've heard you say this because I've heard you or, or maybe on Twitter you put it or on one of your QAM spots that you were bitching about why did they have to get the Saturday night game? It was colder on on Sunday afternoon. So can we stop with that already? Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I mean, but but still. I didn't. I mean, come on. You played the Sunday night game, and then you got to play the Saturday. Come on. So whoever plays the Sunday night game, they got to play the Sunday. They got to play the Sunday. They get six days. They're, like they're not even on equal playing field in terms of the Chiefs and and and. What? Chiefs what? played Sunday just like the Dolphins. It's just the Dolphins played at oh, night. Okay, so that's what a oh, so, three-hour so, difference. It's a three-hour. The, the three-hour difference is why the Chiefs won the game. The no. three hour more is a problem. No, the, 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 okay, so Chiefs played at four. Sorry, four hours. That the four hour difference in preparation is why the Chiefs won. Are we really going there? No, no, we're not going there. I, I withdraw my state. I withdraw my 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 dispute over poorly timed games. And by the way, 
And, and I was told it was about Peacock getting the Taylor Swift game. Well, so. duh. Chiefs <laughs> were always going to be the Saturday night game. I mean, that's like. Boy, her jacket. Did you know that that jacket was made by an NFL player's wife? Do you know who? Come on. Um, Impress no. me. What's her name? Uh, f- fullback? Yes, very good. Uh, can't Kyle say Juszczyk. Kyle Juszczyk, 49ers. His Boy, wife. she is super talented. I I looked at her Instagram. I looked at some of her other stuff. NFL needs to go in business with her because she is killing the game. Okay. And by the way, the point I was going to make, if you saw Mike McDaniel walking up and down the side in the second half, we can't do shit, man. And then you oh, got I, Jalen, yeah, oh, oh yeah, I, I shared that. I, and you I, got I, Jalen Waddle on the bench talking about how like the defense is doing their part. We're not doing anything. This seven points is ridiculous and all that. And they're not talking about like, wow, I wish I could. I mean, they were like they, they weren't getting it done. Um, I, I did like the post game locker room. That was good. McDaniel's speech was was very good. Was he crying or no? He was he was getting choked up. I don't know if I saw tears, but he was getting choked up. And then Wilkins. Uh, you know, Wilkins' speech his teammates. Love you guys. You know, best year, of, most fun year in my in my NFL career so far. Too bad I won't be around next year. No, I'm just kidding. Yes, he. Will. Yeah, no, no, that was a speech. Like I'm gonna be around next year. He's which, gonna be around next year. He, he knows. He knows he's getting tagged. Come on, let's let's fine. be real about it. We're not letting him go. Uh, yeah. And although somebody, since we're talking about Christian Wilkins, somebody brought up the point of. Since certain people, including those who wear Montreal Expos hat, have made the point that that the quarterback has not stepped up in big games, somebody, well, what about Christian Wilkins? And to some degree, there is something to that. How we'll say, however, he made the biggest defensive play of the game against Buffalo with the sack, strip, and fumble recovery. Yeah, that was a big game. So, and that was the biggest play of the big game. Right. Uh, what, what do you What do you want him to do? He made the biggest play of the big game. Correct. Uh, but I, I don't. I outside of the roughing the passer, which was just a dumb play. I don't. I don't have an issue with Christian in anything that he did. I thought he had a phenomenal season. I think he's worth a hundred million dollars. Um, and consider where I'm coming from, where I thought he was worth maybe seventeen last off season. Yep. Uh, seventeen a year. Um, you go get your money, brother. Uh, you've done exactly what you needed to do to silence the critics and show that you're an elite defensive tackle in the NFL. And in fact, you've had a better tenure with the Miami Dolphins than Indomitian Sue did. So go get your money. Um, yeah. I'm looking at our friends. As, again, I, I don't even know if I should know this by now. If it's Potrack or Spotrack, uh, they have their his calculated market value at a 20.2 million average annual salary. Okay. Five years, 20.2. They have four years, 80.9. No, sorry. I'm, 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 he's probably not going to sign anything less than a five-year deal. So five years, a hundred mil brother. I'm telling you, he ain't signing for less than a hundred mil. Christian's a kind of guy where what my peers got, I'm going to get. Which no, is no, why I agree. he wasn't going to sign. I, I agree, but if you look at the, I know you're talking five years, but all of the guys last year, unless I'm massively mistaken, yes. Jeffrey Simmons, Quinnen Williams, uh, Deron Payne, Jerron Hargrave, I forget. All those guys got four-year deals. I, uh, I don't think you're right, but uh, I'll, I'll look right now. 
because I I've, I've broken down now all of their real money is only three years guaranteed so I, I I'm not gonna argue with you on that but um, no but I'm saying they're they were all for you deals you can look it up all you want but um, yeah no no, no uh no one I'm looking at right now five year deal for Jeffrey Ooh. Simmons all of them got five year deals but they're okay, fake they're, they're all fake deals I'm not even gonna they're all only three years real real money but all of them got five year deals Four year extensions, but five Quinn and Williams for you. Hold on, Quinn and Williams four year deal. Quinn Williams anyway, is a five year deal from 2023 to 2027, two voidable years. It's an, it was an five year, years, extension. huh? It was an extension. He got four more you, years. I, I don't, I don't, whether it's an extension or not, your, your, your contract is the duration of your deal. He from 2025 when the deal started, which is where the, the, the signing bonus hits. It's a five-year deal, 2023 to 2027. Omar, Omar, I'm looking right here. I'm, I don't know where. There is no four-year extension for Christian. He's not. When and Williams signed a four-year 32. What? Which one is this one? All right. Okay, I'm telling you, they're four-year deals. Four, four NFL.com. Quinn and Williams agrees to the terms on the four-year. And look at the deal, and look what the money is. And there's five years on the deal, including it's an extension. He had one year left. Jesus Christ, why are you not understanding this? And, and exactly, and that 2023 year counts, Pupard. It's a five-year, 105 million. If he's already year. signed. If he's already signed for 2023, and okay. I give you four, four more years, that's a four-year contract extension. And and you're not getting it, but that's okay. You're you not getting it, and that's okay too. All uh, right, we can. Move, yeah, we can what move we have forward. here is a failure to communicate. What what what, what you all you're counting is new money. I'm counting what you're getting paid from the duration when the deal begins, and if you're getting paid. If you sign a four-year extension and only three, if you sign a four-year extension, you're still on a five-year deal, and three of the three years of the deal is guaranteed. No, you got a four-year extension on your current deal. It's not. It's not a five-year deal. Okay, whatever. I don't think anybody wants to hear this crap. Uh, let's move on to something else. Uh, anything else stand out from the show? Um, I guess it was cute when the the new linebackers walk into the. To the uh, the meeting room, and they're and Melvin Ingram's telling Bobby Slowick, you can, know, we got something to teach. You. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We could do something. We could probably teach you something, and I'm sure they can. Two hundred and eighty-five and a half career sacks. They could teach him plenty. Correct. Um, um, I'm looking I, at my notes here, and and then there really wasn't a whole lot that that stands out. It was so much about the weather, weather, new guys. Taylor Swift and enjoy. I like the speech. I like McDaniel's speech. Yeah. Um, I really thought that, that, you know, they showed really how injured a lot of those guys were. And I thought that was important just because there are certain people who don't, who think, oh, they played, they're fine. No, they weren't fine. And I, I never, never said that. I, and, and there's some people who are like, well, injuries, that's why they lost. Only reason. No, the the, the roster right, so hard knocks addressed it. The water roster was watered down because of injuries. It is what it is. And it was what it was watered down on defense, and even you even have oh, it was watered down on offense too. Don't do that. Hold on, hold on. You even had Raheem's Mostert, Raheem Mostert's wife saying, "We got everybody on offense." So oh, okay, that 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 that, that that's no, too no, no, yeah. No, it. They had he the ultimate evaluator of whether or not her husband and 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 his, his brethren are, are are healthy. Like, come on, Waddle was not Waddle in that game. 
Like, do you think that the Kansas City actually said, oh, man, we got to fear Jalen Waddle. We got to back up and give him seven yards. Like, no, nobody cares about that. I, say something I would say something obnoxious to that, but I'm not going to. But I, I would, you would do me a great favor, and I think you would do yourself a, a really good favor, too, if you stop excusing the bad offensive performance Mike said relating, it, relating it strictly to while well, everybody was hurt. No, they couldn't do shit. They didn't have nothing to do shit with. Who, who, who's going to make a play? Tell me. Exasperating. Tell me, who's going to make a play? Are we going to start with that? Last I checked, Tyreek Hill had a 53-yard touchdown, or, or maybe I didn't see that. He okay. also had another play where he, he also got, got his play. face beat in for about 20 to 30 of those plays. What's that have to do with anything other than Casey playing physically? Okay. Because that's what they—that's how you play. That's how you need to play Tyreek. And how? It, and if he can't get off the jam because he can barely move his his ankles, cool. And and yeah, Tyreek scored a touchdown because Tyreek is a freak of nature. But are we going to pretend like Mostert and Ty, and and Jalen Waddle or or Tyreek? Is that the, what we're going to do? And they should. If you're going to keep giving me with that crap with the the injury excuses, because it's really it's aggravating the absolute living hell out of me. And I know you. I know you're enjoying. Oh, well, because I believe it. Did, guess, okay. Were they healthy? No. They were not hundred Okay, we're going to – now that's – you know what? Let's call my buddy Joshua Briscoe, bring him on the show, and ask him how many Chiefs players were playing at less than 100%. Because you actually think the Dolphins were the only teams who had players no. in the game who were playing at less than full capacity. So can we stop with this? If oh. Raheem – and I've said, I've said it before. If Raheem Mostert's injury was preventing him – from being effective, then he shouldn't have played. If he was out there, it's because Mike McDaniel thought he was productive. Can I'm not arguing with you. He probably shouldn't have played. Not arguing with you. Then, then that, he bolstered eight carries for 33 yards. Uh, was there one carry during the game where you thought where you thought to yourself, "Oh man, he doesn't look right." There was no or, carry where I thought to myself, "Oh man, he looks like Raheem Mostert." Or, or could it be that maybe he didn't have any holes to run through or very limited holes? All right. I mean, come on. You're going to tell me Devon A. Chain uh, who had rushed for – hold on. Devon A. Chain who had rushed for pretty good numbers against Buffalo in the first half, all of a sudden – Six for nine yards. Yeah, yeah, he couldn't do crap because – was it maybe because the Chiefs sniffed out every every play that they had called for him? Maybe. I, I don't – maybe. Okay. I mean, again, it's like – I mean, nobody, nobody showed up. Nobody played well. I, my, my point is, uh, yeah, you they played. Should they have all played? Probably not, but it, it's cool. They played. They were on the field. Great. Thumbs up. Like, okay. Like, play me If you want to give me the defense was handcuffed because of all the guys who were missing, fine. They will get defense the guys going out there. Sorry? Defense sucked. Kept them in the game. You're and, right. and actually, actually you're played right. a lot better than the offense did. So you're right. Okay. No, they they still sucked, but the offense sucks worse. I don't know. I don't know if the off, the defense sucked. I, I Bro, like rookie had a hundred and something yards on them. Pacheco was unstoppable. Like Patrick Mahomes, what did he do? What I'm sorry, Pacheco was unstoppable. Did he average four yards per carry? 3.7, 89 yards. Uh, he, he also uh, – I'm also, sorry, I'm sorry. What's the average again? He, 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 got, he got 89 yards. He averaged 3.7 average yards per carry. Guess what? That's below NFL average. Okay, and, still and ran for 147 yards. 
because that's they fun. ran the ball a lot because the Dolphin offense kept giving giving them the ball. I mean, that's you're not going to tell me the. Okay, that's true. That's fair. That's fair. They they did they did thirty four carries. That's a lot of carries. That's a lot of carries. That's a lot of carries. And the Dolphins don't carry the ball thirty four times unless they're winning seventy to twenty against Denver. And you know the game becomes becomes a clown show in the second half. Mm. All right. Let's address some of these questions here. William Hall. Thank you, William. The Dolphins would say their training staff is the best in the league. Facts and results would indicate otherwise. Tua had to go outside to fix it. Hmm? Come on. Tua had to go outside to learn jiu-jitsu to learn. They weren't fixing anything. They were teaching him how to how to fall without having his head hit the ground, how to absorb contact. You think a training staff teaches you how to do that? That's like, please, people stop. And, and the jujitsu to me, they're the most overrated story of 2023 for the Dolphins is two in the jujitsu classes. The reason he didn't get hurt and avoided the injuries is number one, <clears throat> excuse me, number one is he got rid of the ball and gave up on plays a lot more than he used to. Number two, he went down on sacks instead of taking on tacklers. Number three, he got a lot thicker, stronger. I mean, his legs were pretty big. Um, he's thick ones now. He's very thick, except very thick. it's affecting his mobility. He does he does not move. And for anybody who's telling me, like Rex Ryan from ESPN is coming out, well, if, if I were the Dolphins, I'd really examine this, this hip issue because maybe that's a concern. And I'm like, BS <laughs> – because yeah. the, the hold on the game and I want go check go look back again if you want to argue with my point the game where Tua maneuvered the best in the open field scrambling to me by far was Arizona and that's his second start in the NFL in 2020 so the the idea that three years later four years later now now like the hip is an issue give me a he break. can he can scramble it's not part of his game. And he showed you he can scramble against Kansas City. It's not part of his game. It's Chad, not Henney, Chad, Chad Henney can scramble. Wow, you brought up Chad Henney. Damn. Um, I, I I don't want him scrambling. I don't want my quarterback scrambling. I'm sorry. Yes, okay. Broken plays, improvised plays. Um, that's cool. Okay, run some run run more play action if you want to do that. Run run more bootlegs, naked boots if you want to do that. That's not his game. It's just not. That I watch CJ Stroud and everybody like some of his biggest plays are naked or bootlegs. And if you want to run that offense, cool. Bootlegs, move them out the pocket. It's it's split half field. You're either or passes. That's not to his game because he doesn't need to play that game. But if you oh, but at time, but by that times it would help if he had that in his arsenal. I, I'm not I'm not denying that. I'm not denying that they use that against Buffalo. They they use that approach against Buffalo, and it, it was working a little bit. Um, but then they abandon it. Uh, you know I'm about that eye formation life, that pistol life, that RPO life. It's it's just not it's just not what they want to do. It's 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 you know. My and- overriding point in all of this though was that Tua before he got thick, and, and clearly he's gotten a he's lot. He's been thicker. thick. He's just thicker. He's a lot thicker. He's is, a lot thicker. Is there was a time when he actually could juke people in the open field? And I point back again to that Arizona game where now he's he's got at best functional mobility. Uh, and at times it would be I, nice if he had. I, I thought about this. I thought about this today. Uh, I don't know where I was. Um, 
but I was like, people were, people are still just absolutely inundating me with these, uh, what's the Chicago Bears quarterback name again? Um, Justin Fields. Oh my God, Justin Fields. There's, yeah, there is a Dolphins hard on for Justin Fields. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, you folks are obsessed about him because he's athletic, he's got a big arm, and he's got a little size to him. Okay, cool. I'm, I'm, I can understand that. But all of those, I would rather my quarterback be accurate, be able to diagnose defenses, and have pocket presence. Justin Fields doesn't have any of those three, and that's where that's where I start with my quarterbacks. Accuracy, pocket presence, ability to read and diagnose defenses. Like, okay, it would be nice if they had cannon arm and scrambling athletic ability, but how often do quarterbacks have all five? Like, you know, what, what are they, four in the league right now? So, you know, it is what it is. Um, smart, intelligence, leadership, you know, but hey, if if Justin Fields is what you folks want, let's make it happen, baby. Let's do this. I'll give you another one. I'll give you another one I, I saw. This is a, from a story in The Athletic. And this is quoting NFL execs, obviously requesting anonymity. And as Omar pr pr proceeds to give me the look of like disbelief, like I haven't even said what they're about to say. And you're already like. I, I already know that type of story. Go ahead. Ready to dismiss it. One of them, the suggestion was, and again, that's not me saying I haven't, I haven't evaluated yet the whole situation beyond, mm -hmm. beyond what I've said about. Cause everybody, cause Chicago's having a fire sale on quarterbacks and they want us and we already took Josh Rosen. So clearly we want another sorry quarterback. Okay. Can I, can I, can <laughs> I, no, this one was suggesting for the dolphins to find a way to trade to and then sign Kirk cousins as a free agent. Kirk cousins. Okay. All right. That's, again, that's from a story in that uh, Next question comes from the Nautical Hippo. Thank you, Nautical Hippo. In my opinion, Philly collapse was worse. Do you guys think the chase for 2,000 yards for Tyreek cares? Affected the worse. Dallas's collapse was worse. As I continue, do you guys think the chase for 2,000 yards for Tyreek affected the growth and development of the offense? They have the number one offense in the NFL. And if Tyreek hadn't gotten hurt, he probably would have got 2,000. And the question the question would have still been whether they could have come up against. The growth and development. Who, who, whose growth and development are we worried about? Because last I checked, uh, Jalen Waddell became the first 1,000-yard receiver for three straight seasons in Dolphins history. Um, and realistically speaking, uh, Devon Achan – set NFL record for yards per carry. Raheem Mostert set touchdown records, uh, became a thousand yard back for the first time in his career. And so, okay, we're worried about who's development. Braxton Berrios, Cedric Wilson, uh, Chase Claypool, Robbie Chosen. Um, who, is, who else is on that receiving unit? Oh, River Craycraft. Whose development are we worried about? Eric Uzakama? Oh, Durham Smite? Julian Hill? Like the, the issue, the, 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 there was one issue with the offense, and it's very clear. Is is you know, what is that issue? Performing against good teams, basically. All right. All right. 
And it's got nothing to do with Tyreek Hill and the pursuit. As far as the collapse, yeah, Philly was 10 and 1 and was looking like like they might be headed for a second straight Super Bowl and, they, and it did go south. And yes, I do think that's a worse collapse than the than the Dolphins. Worse collapse in the doubt than Dallas? Dallas won. Dallas beat Detroit in the next to last game to clinch the second, the number two seed. Okay. Now, to me, it would be Philly, Miami, and then Dallas. I mean, okay. I mean, I thought that. I mean, Dallas, come on. Dallas. From where, but from where, though? Um, Dallas has was Super Bowl contenders. Nobody was talking about Green Bay. We're thinking about Green Bay. And Green Bay just waxed them. That score was quite deceiving. Oh, I know. Trust me, I saw the game and it was yeah. um I mean, I'm sure Dolphins will wish they could put out that many points in a blowout. In any game against a good team. I'm sorry. Um, Marvin Romero, thank you, Marvin. Coach was hurting at the end, shows he was not happy and does not want to relive it. Expect change. I'm not sure to expect massive changes. I ain't expecting no change. If if Vic Fangio wants to be here, he's gonna be here. Vic holds all the cards. He could pull a Chan Gailey if he wants to. He, who who knows that whether or not he's happy and likes it here. His from what I understand, I don't know if this is true. His girlfriend's in California. Vic could just pick up and decide he wants to go coach the Chargers. Vic can do whatever he wants to do. Yep. Um, that's why Ronaldo Hill is here. So. Yeah, and and McDaniel not being happy about it. Yeah, of course I'm gonna be happy about it. And he's gonna say all he's gonna say all the right things after a loss. And so it's not gonna. They they, they share the same agent. They they they're gonna they're Vic Vic. You know how a Vic, Vic operates. Decision. Oh, that's right. That's that was their connection. We were yeah. trying to the connection. You you know how Vic operates. Vic is Vic does what Vic wants. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, no, I, I'm laughing because Omar. I know you're gonna. I know you're gonna love this question from Don Shula seventy three. Looking okay. at the 2024 schedule, are, are, we, are, we, are we talking about the um, the Hold throwback on. jerseys? I saw I saw Joe Shad, my our wonderful friend Jeez. Joe Shad. You might as well just write a damn column about it, Joe. Go 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 all in and say write a column. Throwback jerseys need to be the jerseys for the entire season. Let's do it, Joe. Let's go for it. Okay, let me let me read the question. Looking at the 2024 scheduled opponents based on this year's teams. Any initial predictions on difficulty of schedule? I know you love that question, Omar. Yeah, and you know what my answer is going to be. I know exactly what you No. I know your answer was going to be, and mine's going to be different. Go ahead. And yours is every Anybody can get you on any given Sunday in the NFL. And my answer is going to be the schedule change. The, the team quality changes from year to year. And so right now it looks difficult by the time we get to this. Like this year, for example – Heading into the season, Dolphins had the second toughest schedule. And based on the results of this season, they wound up having like the third easiest. So you just don't know how it's going to play. I, I never pay attention to none of that crap. It's you, you never know. Attention. You could go into a game and like, what was it? The 2000 and was it 2008 or 2016? Everybody's like, oh, every time you played a quarterback, every time you played a team, the quarterback was injured and out. I forget which season it was. Like, you, injuries is going to decimate a team and change the complexity of, of what that game looks like. I think it was 2021, actually, they played like five straight games with against a backup quarterback. And you don't know. Logically, for example, next year they're playing at Green Bay, and Green Bay, considering how stupidly young they are and how good they're looking right now, 
that logically figures to be a very tough game. There, San Francisco is coming to Miami. That logically figures to be a tough game. But again, from one year to the next, you just don't know. Mm-hmm. Mike Pagan. We love you too, Mike. Love you guys. Love your coverage. Love this team. This season hurts, but I'm looking forward to next year. Go Fins. Um, yeah, let's look. I'm looking forward to it too. Um, I'm very curious to see what the roster looks like because the way that I'm looking at it right now is going to have to be filled with one year players for the plan for the minimum, which is, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Um, but how do you build with that? You better, you better hope you got a hell of a draft class. 10 rookies coming in that actually contribute. And they're Shadow. not changing. Last week's episode showed Rick reaching behind his at his back after plays multiple times but kept playing. Yes, he played, but it wasn't Reek of weeks one through ten. I, I don't disagree with that. He I, I love I did love the episode the part of Hard Knocks where he's telling Raheem, we need you. There's a game we need you, and that's true. If we, and considering what he's played through for his team, and he is a captain, I mean, you got to play. If Tariq says, I need I need you, you got to play. Now, anyway, I'm not going to say anything because we'll, we'll get into our fourth fight of the day. Rock'em Sock Robots again. Trey Hendricks, thank you, Trey. Love the podcast question to both of you. As a player coach ever walked out on you mid-question? I guess that's referring to Mike Tomlin when the uh, reporter brought up. You're, Mike, you're in the final year of your contract. Bye. I... Uh, no, but I, I, I was not on my question, but I, I remember one time it was Ricky Williams and Ricky, who had no patience for – mundane football questions like you mean mundane any football questions well no but he he could if you get which year was this of ricky i uh towards the end so 2009 2011 maybe Uh, yeah the the last like three years or two years he was here you couldn't ask ricky a football question no if you ask him something like not not how important is it to sub show running game so anyway the question was and this was actually a good question it was he, this is was on the verge of reaching ten thousand career yards, and the question was how meaningful would that be to you? And he literally got, he goes like, "Okay, I'm done," and then got up. Yeah, no, yeah, okay. Ricky is yeah, Ricky's done that multiple times. But it was um, like, I mean, that's a completely legit, legit question. I mean, no, 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 no. Ricky wasn't answering any football questions. Not Ricky spent like the last two years not answering, not talking about football. Okay, but here's the thing. Asking Ricky how meaningful would it be to reach 10,000 career yards? You can shake your head all you want. That's my point is that's a completely legitimate. Yes. And he spent the last two years of his career. Ricky acted like he was a prisoner with the Dolphins. He was just playing because he owed the money. And like, and it's very interesting to see how his like life and career has like wound up. Um, Yeah. Now he likes talking. Yeah. 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 And, and, like you couldn't talk to Ricky if you wanted to talk to Ricky about holistic healing, crystals, um, herbal medicine, uh, you know, um, yoga, uh, uh, whatever. He would talk to you 
DIY projects. He would talk to you about anything. Minute you wanted to talk about football, conversation over. Like you didn't know. And he also he also had a point because there was a period of time when he completely refused to talk, and the PFWA got involved, and it was like, oh, he's talking. Yeah, and I, and I never supported that. I never supported that. We we threatened to find the man because he wouldn't talk to us. Like seriously, like come on, like seriously, like are we really that batch of assholes? Like it, it, I I never supported that, and I would never. If you don't want to talk. Don't talk. Same thing with same thing with Jalen Ramsey. You don't want to talk. I don't care. Don't talk. Like, do do we do we have to, to have Jalen Ramsey talk to us? I I I despise that. Like, we're gonna take money out of their pocket because they don't want to talk to us. Like for real. Except, see, I I agree with you. If it's like if it's like regular stuff, if it's there's a news element. You can shake your head all you want, but the, the reality is we are conduits between fans and the players. We are. And and, and it, there could be certain news circumstances where fans want to know what the guy's thinking, and mm-hmm. this is where then he's, the, the guy is like, he's not even cheating us, he's cheating the fans. Okay. Um, not, certainly not to ask Jalen Ramsey, like, you know, how tough is it to cover C.D. Lamb? That, do do that, you want to shadow C.D. Lamb? Like, come on. It, like That's correct. I get that. But if there's something that happens, I, I can see both sides. Uh, yeah. If you if you cost the team a play or fumble the ball, okay, cool. Like, let's let's talk. Let's let's get you to address that. Hell, give us a statement. I'm not getting a guy fined ten grand because he won't talk to the big bad media. Like, no, I, no, I refuse. Okay, let me bring Johnny. Bring back Johnny. Thank you, Johnny. Donation on behalf of Two and On. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we need. I, I know. I know they had a death in the family, but we we need the voice of Tunan. Oh, uh, several months ago. Yeah. I know, but they still haven't done any videos. I know it's hard, but you yeah. know, we need Tunan back at full strength. That gaming dude. How can Tua get better at extending plays? He looked magical versus Arizona. Also, how can I get fat? How can he get faster at reading defenses? I saw, I'll address the first. I saw what you did there. You what? I saw what you did there. Your Freudian yeah. slip. How can he get fatter? And- I just, did I say that? <laughs> Two and nine is watching you. No, no, that was, that was no, that was a complete slip. Hey, I'll, I'll they, they showed one clip of him in hard knocks, and I'm like, them thighs look really thick, man. That, that looks- oh yeah, yeah, no, no, good. He, but he's thick. thick. He is. Um, how can he get better at extending plays? I don't want my quarterback running and scrambling. I don't. And I've always been like this. And if you're an athletic quarterback and you, you want to run and scramble, wow. listen. If, and you're that, and like that's, if you're not built like uh, Josh Allen, nope. Stitch your ass right there in the pocket. Or Lamar Jackson. Or no, 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 not even Lamar Jackson. because He spent the last two years injured. It's, so, a, it's a major element of an offense for certain teams. Uh, for example, Jalen Hurts actually is more effective when he's running all over the place than when he's when he's a, being a pocket passer. See, and, but he's not he's not going to get better at extending plays. Poupard says trade for Jalen Hurts. No, I wasn't. Well, I mean, uh, uh, Justin Fields. No, I, I've never said that. I never advocated for that. Um, yeah, Tua looked great in the open field against Arizona. Again, that was three years ago, and I, I, I can't even remember that game. I, and no, I remember the best games. 
I remember very well because yeah, absolutely, it was one of his, his best games. And to me, it it completely silenced this this excuse that was used for him of like as a rookie of he's coming back from the hip injury. That should, look at that tape and tell me that's a guy who looks like he has any issue with the hip. Give me a break. Um, the one thing I will say about what, Omar, I saw, I Omar, what Rex Ryan. Omar, hold on a second. Okay, go ahead. The one that. thing I will say about Rex Ryan's um, commentary is I do remember when the draft process was coming out, and I know exactly where he got that comment from because I believe I'm pretty sure I talked to the same person. The there was concern that Tua would suffer his the thought process was you're he's not going to get to a second contract because of the hip mm -hmm. um now here we are four years later the hip hasn't been an issue um so you know that conversation should be deaded at this point but then everybody you know in football world all it takes is one bad hit all it takes is one bad hit for anybody who for maybe anybody. hasn't had anything correct but you're right but the idea that that's that's why he doesn't have great mobility that's just completely ridiculous. He's not mobile because he's gotten very thick on the bottom, and he. So um, you want to address the other not part? Lying. Sorry, I said Poupard is not lying about that. I'm not lying. You can have the other part. I know you was. Can he? How can he get faster at reading defenses, Omar? Uh, time, experience, comfort in the offense. Better weaponry. So in his eleventh year in the NFL, he'll be really fast. Yeah, players. just like Drew Brees, he'll be, it'll, it'll be like this. In his eleventh year, okay. Same thing with Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. It'll, okay. it'll it'll be rapid fire. I mean, this is only his second year in in this exact offense. He'll be stop it. He'll be better in, in the third year. Doesn't doesn't necessarily mean he'll be elite. Reading defenses is fourth. Year. He's been in the NFL four years already. Come on. Comfort. Executing the offense. That's not that's not the same as reading defenses. He's he's phenomenal at reading defenses. Phenomenal. It's just part of his superpower. Like, <laughs> why are you you not you are not gonna snarky chuckle? I am gonna snarky when you when you throw out over the top hyperbole like this. Pro Omar propose already. Please. Propose. No, 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 no. There is no proposal. Please, he has, he's not been elite quarterback. There's no proposal. But let's come on. It's one can of his. We, can we please stop with like with the, the like? It's one of his. We're not. We're gonna, gonna gonna have a two a fight on this one. We're not. We're not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Like you could say whatever you want about his arm, his lack of mobility, his durability. You can have it all. He can read the defense very well, and executes the offense very well. Now, do they show up against elite teams? No, they haven't. And why? And why might that be? Is it strictly because of of maybe maybe perhaps issues reading defenses, getting off the first read? Come on, man. How about your playmakers can't get open? That's why. Show, oh, show, me, show me your playmakers getting open. That's why they don't. That show me your playmakers getting open. Okay. Against against those know, yeah, against those that. wonderful elite teams. Show show them to me. I know so, that I know it possibly can't be anything that that, that he's doing because they wouldn't know. Yeah, it's all it's always about him. It's always his fault. It's you're all joking, you're joking, right? No, it, no, I'm serious. Everything is always his fault, which is fine. That's what comes with the position. You get paid fifty By million. By the way, Omar, you're you're telling this to the guy who was actually on his side saying that the end of the of the Casey game wasn't totally on him, and you were putting everything on him. But you're talking about the first Casey game? Yes. Yes, and, it's, it's it, because you 
you have the opportunity, and I don't give two flying figs that two receivers in the same area. Was that the game? Or no, that's Eagles game. No, no. Bought a, a, a misaligned snap. Who gives a shit? It was it in your hands or not? Like, uh, the Cedric Wilson mix up. But see, you're not being consistent because now you're saying that when they mess up against good teams, it's because the receivers aren't getting. No, no, no. no. What, what I'm what I'm saying is it's 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 all heavy is the head that wears the crown. If you are the quarterback who wants a forty-five to fifty million dollar contract, you should be elite. And you you should be carrying a franchise. He's not. I, I, he hasn't. He didn't. You're, you're not getting an argument from me. So when you do it, you could ask for it. Like I, I'm. I, have I have I have I shied away from telling you? Like, hey, he's fallen short of meeting my expectations. If you want that elite status, and he does want it. Bro, you gotta you gotta put the put the team on your back. You be like, hop on. Team, ain't nobody hopping on. Do you? Yeah. Okay. We're. I think we're in agreement. I, I have not. I have not shied away from saying that. Like, okay. do I expect it? Yeah. But every 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 damn big game, I'm like, okay, this. Oh, let's hope this is the moment. Let's hope this is the time. Keep falling short. Okay. Now see now we're in agreement. K Dov. Uh, do you think if we didn't have a 2K goal tour, we would have developed better chemistry with other wide receivers? Didn't, we, yeah, didn't he ask this question already? No, it wasn't. It wasn't him. And it said it asked a little bit differently. No, um, but yeah. tool worked with, and this drove me nuts during training camp where he's working with every slap, every, <laughs> every slap, Richard, every slap, Richard receiver for all of camp. Like Tua didn't work with Tyreek and Jalen. Tua worked with every gosh darn body and everybody worked with everybody. And so you, there is no excuse why he doesn't have chemistry with everybody. So don't think that this was, Oh, they were only going to feed Tyreek. And because they fed Tyreek, they didn't have chemistry. No one, you produced the number one offense in the NFL. And I don't want to hear anything about the opponents or whatever, would it not. You produced the number one offense in the NFL. Like this, this whole, Oh, Mike McDaniel needs to be taken. Play calling needs to be taken away from him. The man had the number one offense in the NFL. Like half the league is like copying stuff that he's doing, but he needs to have play calling taken away from him. What sense does that make? And my answer to that is, as I said before, Tyreek, more than any other player, is the is the one who makes this offense special. So you're going to feed him a ton, and then the second guy in the passing game who again stands out and helps make this passing game special is Jalen Waddle. So those are the guys you're going to focus on. And if that affects the chemistry with guys like Cedric Wilson, Baxton Barrios, Chase Claypool, Robbie Chosen, River Craycraft. Eric Uzukama. Eric Uzukama. Chase Claypool. So be it. Yeah. I mentioned Chase Claypool. Uh, Ohio John, thank you. How would you grade this year's roster that Greer built? A top offense and strong defense as season went on. Injuries are out of his control. I appreciate guys, you guys ground grinding out constant content. Okay, let's grade this offense. Um, quarterback no, roster. Uh, roster, yes. Quarterback, I thought Skylar Thompson was a mediocre backup. Running back, definitely give them an A because there's so much depth there. Um, Chris Brooks was a great find. Devon A. Chain, sensational rookie. Wide receiver, going to have to give it a C because all of those backups were just booty cheeks. 
Um, tight end, pleasant surprise with a B, huh? No? B, B for me on wide receivers. B for it, it was very, very, very top heavy, but you still have the two the two BB guys. Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, but I'm just saying, like, roster building, eh. Like, uh, one, of, one of my biggest disappointments this season is Braxton Berrios. Like, where were you, bro? What did you do? Well, here's here's the thing. First of all, I don't recall him dropping a pass. Okay. Uh, I don't know how many times his number was called, and they, they wound up having to look away from him because he couldn't get open. Uh, was it strictly a case of opportunities? I don't know. Offensive line. I mean, there's nothing that you could say about them that I wouldn't give them an A. I mean, all that they've gone through, all that they've endured, and even just the way that it was built with, with um, Isaiah Wynn, like that thing was humming when they were all healthy. And and they had decent depth over there. I mean, decent again, depth. with all the injuries that I mean, Kendall, with Kendall Lamb, Eichenberg became a very, a very solid backup. Um, mm-hmm. Robert Jones uh, was a solid backup. Uh, uh, defensive line, meh. I mean, except for the two defensive tackles, meh, it was all right. Um, pass rushers, they just ran out. They ran out of pass rushers. They just uh, – and cornerback, booty cheeks. Say, secondary, booty cheeks. Went, yeah, man. We're talking roster building here. We're not talking about – Okay, okay so who's, who's, who's buildable on that roster? He was talking about for this year. He wasn't talking about for the future. Yeah, okay. So who's buildable? Well, you had you – had, first of all, you had like a stud – Starting cornerback tandem with yeah, Ramsey and Howard. No question about it. No question. Okay. About it. Uh, Eli Apple was a, even though I know you're going to dump on him. He was a longtime NFL starter who they got like in June. Uh, no comment. Cater had a very good rookie year. Took a step back as in his second season. A step back. A a a, a, a step back. Harsh. Um, <laughs> you, 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 we have a right to question Cam Smith. It could have been just a case. And cornerback is one of those positions. Sometimes it takes a guy a year before you know it clicks. Hopefully, hopefully that's was the issue there. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think it was nearly as bad as you make it out to be. And then safety. I said Deshaun Elliott was decent for the most part. Javon Javon Holland's a good player. Um. Brandon Jones, Brandon Jones, a good backup. So I, I think the roster they built with actually was pretty good. Again, uh, was, it, was it good enough to? I mean, obviously, was wasn't good enough to, you know, succeed at the right times. They they ran out of gas at the end of the season, talent talent wise. It is what it is. Um, Three sixty fishing nation says Big O says fins have uh, fins are forced to extend Tua because that would allow them to restructure the current fifth-year option and save $20 million against the cap. True? No, you're not going to restructure him and save $20 million against the cap. At the most, you could probably save maybe fifteen, million because what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to average out what that signing bonus is by the length of the contract and let's just say, and then put in a base salary. The base salary is probably going to be in the realm of $2 million. And then the signing bonus, if it's, let's say, let's just be conservative and say it's a $40 million contract. Signing bonus, probably $30 million over the span of, well, let's look, actually, let me look at some of these other guys. 
Um, let I'll go to Jalen Hurts to deal. Okay, and while you do that, let me make the a big big picture point here. They're mm. not forced to do anything, but yep. yes, in terms of cap space, it would help to extend to as opposed to having play on the fifth year option because that mm. carries twenty three million, then that's all cap space. Mm -hmm. That that's correct. It it doesn't hurt. It doesn't definitely doesn't hurt. Um, I can't see what Jalen Hurts' signing bonus was, but it looks like it's a ridiculous. It looks like a hundred and three million dollars, which is crazy. There's no way to is getting a hundred and three million dollars signing bonus. Um, let me look at Justin Herbert and see what his signing bonus is. Um, signing bonus was, uh, and the reason why. Oh, damn! He got a hundred and fifteen million dollars in the signing bonus too. Shoot! Oh, I don't know where you're looking. Signing bonus for Jalen Hurts was thirty nine million. Fully guaranteed. Um, signing bonus. Herbert's received a sixteen point twelve signing bonus. Fully. So wait a minute. Where are all these bon prorated bonuses from? Signing bonus and Herbert's fifty-one million. All right, this requires more research. Sorry, can't do it right now. No, that's fine. And uh, let's let's move on because we're we're we we're we're going on an hour here. We want to take care of the the questions. The questions yeah, but uh, the most you could save on on a on a probably extending him as opposed to. Um, the fifth year option for $23 million is probably around 23 minus eight. What's that number? 15. 15. So probably $15 million. Uh, KDAF, thank you. What do you think of Greer's response to does he view his rebuild a failure at the presser? Greer, let you guys be the judge. Um, let yeah, let you guys be the judge. Uh, he basically said I had to continue and extend my rebuild because of I've had an insubordinate coach. So um, you're calling him a C? C minus. C minus. Oh, you're grading his response as a C minus? No, 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 I'm grading the the rebuild. Oh, the rebuild has been trash. Um, well, it's four straight winning seasons, but zero zero playoff wins. Oh, okay, all right. I, what was our goal? At least a playoff win. I mean, Jesus. And again, can, remember the ammo they had. They had three first round picks in 2020, two second round picks, two second round, two first round picks in 2021, two second round picks. You, you know what they all develop into? Expensive players to resign. Yeah, but how, if they're if they're complete ballers, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, is there a complete baller among the group if you no. look at those nine nine premium round picks? Oh, yeah. I'm not worried about it. Okay. Chris Greer is going to fix it. There you go. Chris is two in the top 15 of NFL QBs. Well, that's going to be a whole uh, uh, All Dolphins podcast because Poupard has said he's going to produce his uh, top 15 quarter, top 10, top 15 quarterbacks. And see where he ranks Tua. Is he top fifteen? I think yeah, he's, I would say he's top fifteen. Yeah, you 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 put him top fifteen. You put him top ten before last season. Well, no, what I no, what I had said, I believe exactly the exact way I had phrased it was I could see clearly. I don't remember if it was nine or ten QBs who were better than him, and then I was okay with anybody else where, wherever they wanted to put him, like between ten or fifteen. Um, but now there are a couple of guys who have moved. Like right now, I put CJ Stroud ahead of them. And yes, I know it's only one. Yeah. 
I, I don't even I don't even think there's a debate there. One season. Yeah, one one, one ridiculous ball out season. There's going to be an NFL offensive rookie of the year. Uh, ahead ahead of a wide receiver who set the rookie record for for receptions and yardage. That's how good CJ Stroud was. He took down Jalen Waddle, huh? He did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Nakua. Yeah, I do can play. Devin Jordan asks, uh, I agree one hundred percent to run it back with Tua and McDaniel. I mean, like, is that a choice? Is that an option? Uh, but do you feel like everything has to be perfect around Tua in order for him to succeed? They already have top five wide receivers, and now we need a top five tight end too. This is like the lazy man's narrative, so I'll let Poupart have it. Is that is that a very impolite way of calling me lazy? No, you're not. You're you, one thing you are is not lazy, but this is just this is this is just continuing to be parroted around by everybody. Like, oh, everything needs to be perfect around Tua for him to succeed. Okay, I I, okay. I think he produced a I think he produced a winning record two years with a lot of adverse situations. Oh God, we're gonna go with the one loss record again for quarterbacks. Okay, here's what I would say because because there's no like such thing as everything perfect around them, and if everything is perfect for one guy, everything's not. It's all about degrees, and it's all about how often you succeed. I do think that Tua needs more support around him than a lot of other quarterbacks in the NFL. Absolutely, without question. And if Omar has an issue with that, oh, well. Um, I don't necessarily think he needs more support around him. I think he needs more talent around him uh, in terms of better receivers other than Jalen Waddell and, and Tyreek Hill. You mean than other quarterbacks? Isn't that what I just said? You're saying that I that I think he needs more receivers than other quarterbacks, than a lot of other quarterbacks. For example, let me let me go back to my analogy last year or last week. I think it was. Tua needs a better car to be a great driver than the Patrick Mahomes, for example, than than a lot of other quarterbacks in the NFL who who can still drive very well with crappier cars. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I don't necessarily want to compare Tua to Patrick Mahomes because well, he's one guy. He's one guy. There, there. To me, and again, this is where Patrick Mahomes, him. Josh Allen, uh, Lamar Jackson. Okay, who else is a better driver? Oh Jesus Christ! I have to go through the the. the... I have to go through the list of teams here. The, 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 yes, the... Justin. Her- yes, Justin Herbert. I'm going to say it. I'll save every. I'll save everybody the suspense. Yes, Justin Herbert, Josh <laughs> uh, Allen, Aaron Rodgers. If he comes back, I forgot Joe Joe Burrow. I gave you Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, uh, C.J. Stroud. I'll still say Trevor Lawrence. Oh, Trevor Lawrence. Even even though he didn't have a great year. Oh yes. my God. Yep. yep. Uh, <laughs> Herbert, Dak Prescott. Oh, Dak Prescott over to him. Okay. Because uh, he can scramble. Can you get a little wheels? He, he has that to his game that Tua doesn't. Uh, mm. Right now, I'm not so sure I wouldn't throw in Jordan Love. Definitely Matthew Stafford. Um, Derek Carr, maybe. Damn, you got Derek Carr over to him? 
Wow. Okay. Uh, I see how you do it. Thank you. Bengals have had great success with Chase Higgins and Boyd. Thoughts on drafting a stud wide receiver in the first or second this year? Really enjoyed your articles today. Um, I would totally support that as opposed to a tight end, but nobody cares what I think. Okay. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Christian, thank you, Christian. If Ahmed Armstead retires, do we go free agency, draft or current roster for his replacement? I don't know. You can go free agency. They got, they're not going to have a ton of money to go big fish chase, chasing. Hey, Kendall Lamb's out there available. It's been most of the, it has been half the season at starter. Well, they have you resign him. He's another free agent. Uh, and he ain't coming back for cheap money. Yeah. There's nobody on the current roster who could take his place because again, because Kendall Lamb's a, would be the ideal guy, and he's also a UFA. So uh, mm-hmm. draft, I don't know. They're, they're drafting 21st in the first round, unless you get a first round pick. Or there ain't, there ain't gonna be an offensive lineman down there. So no? not not a not a left tackle. And then we wrap it up with Drew with just a, a donation, no Drew. question. Thank you very Captain much, Captain America, Drew. Um, and looks like I, I love I love the Drew. Uh, I love Drew saying uh, Ethan Bonner. We got to get Ethan Bonner in a race. Lo- loved it. See, you get you got to you got to use that as one of your top ten moments. Give Ethan Bonner a little love. Uh, CM Punk are, they, are you crazy? Come on, CM Punk. Like I don't even. There are thirty. There are 40, 45 players on the on the training camp roster right now. I have no idea. Who's going to play left tackle when Jalen Phillips and Bradley Chubb are going to be back? Uh, who's your starting center? Uh, like, like, I can't do no early prediction of nothing. I like, come on. I can give you an early prediction. They're going to purge their roster really, really, really hard just so that they can actually sign players. 16 and one. How's that? I'm, I'm playing. I'm playing. 16 and uh, one. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, we have to know what they're going to have and also understand that you're going to start this season without Bradley Chubb, without Jalen Phillips. What are you putting on your head? My my daughter's little bow. Oh, got it. It's very cute. Yeah. Okay, so we're going on an hour and 10 minutes. I think we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. Yeah, man. Um, appreciate everybody who showed up. Let me make sure that, Omar, what's the intro song? Uh, I don't know. I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, that's just our intro. We do have intros and outros. I know people, we, we had them, made them, and then we lost money using them. So we, we stopped using them. So, but this is a live, so I'm not really worried about it. Omar don't want his QBs playing football. That's not true. I just don't necessarily need my QB to be scrambling all the time. Back when in the Tannehill era, I always said Tannehill was at his best when he'd scramble for first downs two to three times a game. The same applies for Tua. It doesn't necessarily mean I want him running. I didn't care about Ryan Tannehill, so I would. Say about how many? How many? Hmm? I believe. I believe the. Oh, there you go. Hold on. Toby Flores' records last two years: nineteen and fourteen. McDaniel's record first two years: twenty and fourteen, with much better talent. Who's the better head coach, not coordinator? Uh, 
who's the better head coach? Clearly, Mike McDaniel. I'm sorry, did you say clearly? Yeah. No way, clearly. No. Oh, way yeah. Clearly. Absolutely. Okay. No question. Okay. Well, I, I complete. I could not disagree with you. To me, uh, could not disagree more. That when you say clearly. Tell me, tell me why Brian Flores was clearly a better coach than Mike than Mike McDaniel because Mike McDaniel. Last I checked, Mike McDaniel led two led two teams to the playoffs, two injury decimated teams. Again with the injuries, because um, it happened, dude. It mattered. Look at the look at the records. Okay. Not, not Flores' fault that his ten and six was. Tell me, tell me a record that Mike that Brian Flores' team set. What is Nada. that? What's that? Big whoop. They 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 spanked spanked Denver. They had better de- and the point that that Toby makes is very very good. That the talent on the roster is a lot better now than it was in 2020 and 2021. Yeah, but they intentionally made the talent bad. So Brian Flor Brian Flores could coach defense mm-hmm. like a mother. I mean, and Mike McDaniel can coach offense like a mother. I don't believe Brian Flores ever had a top ten defense. Why is it it never shows up in big games though? Uh it's still what? What? Where did Brian Flores' defense rank? Not top ten, but oh, he could coach it like a mother. Name, name the town that he had compared to with. Compare the town he had, Omar. <laughs> compare the town that he had compared to what they had this year. When you, at one point you had Jalen Ramsey, Xavier Howard, Bradley Phillips, Jalen. Bradley Phillips, Bradley Chubb, Jalen Phillips, Christian Wilkins, Zach Sealer, who was a basically a Pro Bowl level guy. I mean, and Javon Holland. Flores never had that kind of talent on defense. And if you if if you can argue that, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, but since you asked the question, rankings, defense, regular season in twenty twenty one, Dolphins were fifteenth in total defense. And in 2020, they were, I think they were in the neighborhood. No, they were 20th. But what they did is they got takeaways up the wazoo. If you recall in 2020. Uh, okay, man. Ooh. They had, dude, they had 29 takeaways in 2020, which led the NFL. So, um, not good defenses. Sorry. And and he damn sure could. They led the NFL in takeaways in 2020. They had like six defensive touchdowns, or something along those lines. You're gonna tell me it wasn't a good defense because they gave they gave up yards? Come on, man. Mm. Oh, oh my! I don't know about you sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, listen. It's 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 been a blast. Yeah. Uh, do, 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 do you think this offense is too complicated? This is a good. One. Do you think this offense is too complicated for free agents or draft picks to get in their first year? Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. And I said, Abs- absolutely. Man, we have disagreed on this episode probably more than we have in a while. I say, I say that that crap is overblown like crazy. Bro, uh, A-Chan was like, yeah, took me forever to learn this thing. And I'm pretty sure he still doesn't sure. know. Sure, it looked like he had major problems with it. <laughs> Bro, he's a running back. That's the easiest position you could actually play. This is the play. This is the hole. Okay. Pretty much, pretty much exactly. Yeah. 
and, and ultimately, and you talk receivers, to receivers, tight ends. I remember uh, Jeff Ireland. It really educated me on why it takes a tight end so long. To, now it didn't impact Sam Laporta, but they got a lot to learn, a lot of jobs to do. Um, I agree, but the the the, the dude asked about uh, free agents as well. I think this notion of like, yeah, Cedric Wilson took him a, took him two years to learn the offense. <sighs> Every team, and this is this is not just me talking, it's players and coaches who will also, also say this. Every team uses kind of a, similar concepts in one way, shape, or form. A lot of it is terminology. A lot of it is some – there are some nuances. But And it's just McDaniel also himself saying this. Nobody's reinventing the wheel here. Um, Larry asked this question about 16 times, so let me let, let's address it. Uh, what does it take for this team to get to the next level and to win a playoff game with the cap situation this offseason? Go ahead, Poupard. He's going to say, get a new quarterback. <laughs> I'm going to say. <laughs> he's going to consider it, but he's not going to say it. No, I'm going to say it needs. they need for the offense to get more physical and they need to get better quarterback play in against big opponents in big games. I'm not objecting to any of those answers. Um, to we got to play better in, in, in clutch moments. Flat out. You did that. You did that sometimes this year. You would have been at a different outcome. Now, would you have won a playoff game? Probably not because of injuries. But – it's your 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 complexity of the season looks completely different than what it ended as, and it ended looking like booty cheeks. Oh, and by the way, since since we're talking about this, I want to address something that was pointed out in the comment, and it was actually a good point that somebody was railing at me because I kept mentioning to his record against playoff teams, pointing out the fact that I'm, I've often said that to me. Putting everything on the one loss record on quarterbacks is ridiculous. So, very good point. The overall, the overall writing point is he has not generally played well. Uh, it, it has it has contributed to the losses, but th there's never any loss that's on tour. I don't. Mm -hmm. I'm not. I'm not going to that point. Uh, Walt Dog, one two three four. Now I know your passcode, Walt. Um, says read my comments, please. Let Wilkins walk. Okay. Cut Jeff. Which who's Jeff? Wilson. Jeff Wilson. Okay, easy. Uh, cut Sanders. Okay, need a new kicker. Cut Long. Okay, you lost your leading tackler. Cut Riley. Okay, you lost your backup linebacker, possible starter. Cut your backup wide. Uh, cut, cut your backup quarterback. Cut Emmanuel Agua. We know that's going to get done. Cut Baker and cut X. Restructure Ingold, Ramsey, Kill, Armstead. You're not restructuring Armstead. You're not restructuring Chubb. Um, and sign Josh Jacobs. Um, you don't restructure the injured players and you don't restructure Armstead because you're finally, when you restructure, you're committing to further mm -hmm. the contract. And this is the last year you're actually committed money to Armstead. So you can get out of it, you know, next off season. Um, yes, you're going to easily restructure guys like Ingold, Sealer, Durham, but it's not going to get you real money. Um, Ramsey restructure, it's going to get you real money. Hill, you give him an, you're not going to restructure Hill. You're going to give him a new contract. You're going to add years to his deal, make keeping him, him the highest paid receiver. I've, 
I've broken all this down for you people and in, in, in you're in my head. Um, and but the way you cut all of those players, okay, if you're gonna let Wilkins walk, you're probably letting your most important leader on your or in your organization walk, the tone setter for your entire team. Um, that could become troublesome. If you want to do that, cool. Then who do you replace him with? Uh, and then yeah, Jeff Wilson, easy target. He's not even the number three back. Easy target to to move on from Sanders. Okay, high salary, but that's probably why they signed him to a new extension. At this point with Long's contract, your leading tackler, he's at a bargain. I don't know what he finished rating-wise. Not that I even care about pro football focus rating, but David Long had a pretty respectable season. And Duke Riley is a bargain compared to what he contributed this season, so that's a dumb move. Would 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 I cut and or shake down Mike White? Probably. Yeah, um, but you, dude, you have to spend some money for a backup. I mean, come on. Okay, then I give him a multi-year deal at three million a year as opposed to four million a year. What is Mike White's options really? You really, you're going to go through the trouble of that to save a million? Really? Yeah, I am. But because it, it's not just a million, it probably if I extended a couple years, it, it becomes two or three. I'm, I'm, I'm a person, and I said this last year. I would have drafted a quarterback last year. I'll draft. We talked about Hendon Hooker. I know. Yeah, I'll draft a quarterback this year and make him the backup. Because truthfully speaking, if Tua goes down, am I? Is Mike White saving your season? Are you investing in a future starter? No. So I'd rather do that and do it at, on a cheap contract. Give me, give me a quarterback in the third round. Good to go. Don't know who. Don't know what. But. No, I'm, I'm not going to go. I'm not, I'm not even going to dive into into what happens if Tua gets an injury and Mike White has to go in there. And this notion the season, the season goes up in flame. I'm not going, I'm not going there. Uh, and that was, that was, that was great to say when, when the offense was completely humming and uh, would the offense have been that much worse with, with Mike White in the, in the, in those games when they struggled. All right. On that note, it was. Oh, hold nice. on, no, no, there was. Hold, answer my question, though. I mean, nothing was good. So. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's my point. So, like, okay, uh, kid, I'm rooting for Chiefs or Bills. I have a very, to me, it's very, very easy. It's the Bills. I mean, all the way for multiple reason, including my CFS. Chiefs fatigue syndrome. Um, what? Go ahead. Answer that question. I'm I'm reading a question. I don't. Oh understand. yeah, no, correct. So Bills all the way, and I have some empathy for a team that's. No, they've never won a Super Bowl. Uh, I think at this particular point, with the teams that are left, if I had my druthers, it would be a Buffalo Detroit Super Bowl. Uh, Detroit. Buffalo Detroit. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Dan Campbell, Lions have never won the Super Bowl. No, thank you. No. Um, I'm very confused by this. Maybe you can explain it to me. If exposure leads to expansion, what does overexposure lead to? Over overexpansion? I have no idea what that means or what it's about or I don't know. Wow, you people are really ruthless. What happened now? No, just I'm looking at some of the comments and in, in the, the stuff. I, I listen. 
I don't get into people's baby mamas or paternity tests or whatever, all that stuff. We got a couple um, more here we have to address. Uh, Johnny Pope, thank you. Wilkins is team's emotional leader. Also grab opponents junk every chance he gets. Says a lot about, <laughs> says a lot about this team, LOL. <laughs> I didn't want, what are they, a team of junk grabbers? Is that what you're trying to say? Um, uh, no, I don't think they need. I don't think they're going, they're going to, or should they let <laughs> Wilkins walk? Yeah, but he he needs to cut that out with the junk grabbing. I, I don't know. I don't know what that's about. Uh, whoa, Guillerme Araujo. A big fan of Tua, but I've not watched football for very long. Would Baker Mayfield as QB have won the playoff game against KC? No. Offense probably would have been better. No. I don't know that they would have won, but I think the offense would have performed a little bit better. No. Uh, <laughs> no. What are you trying to say? No? No. You played very, very well, actually. Yeah, because Mike because um Mike Williams. What's his name? Which one is it? Receiver? Mike Evans. Mike Evans. Mike Evans bald, man. Ball. You, mean, you mean other than the two drop passes he had? Still ball. Evans in that then ball. It was a tight end who did a lot of the damage. Mm-mm. Okay, let me look. Uh, Mike Evans three for forty-eight. Yeah, the, the tight end, uh, Otten eight for eighty-nine. Uh, okay. Baker Mayfield three hundred thirty-seven yards, three touchdowns, no picks. Then again, that that Eagles defense couldn't tackle my two teenage kids if they tried. It was that's some bad stuff. Nope, that one we already did. Damn. Okay, no, no, Omar. Eagles were zero and nine on third downs. So that's pathetic. Oh, anyway. they, were, they were horrible. All right, fine, folks. We appreciate your time. Um, we will be back tomorrow. What doing? What? I have absolutely no idea. Maybe Pupart is going to produce his top fifteen quarterback list. Give you official ranking of Tua Tungvalo. Yeah, that's that's what I want to do. Yeah, no, <laughs> maybe I don't know. It's it's a no it's a no win situation. And you know what? If I do that, you you sure as hell are going to do it too. All I'm right, I do that. So we'll come up with something. All right, folks. We'll see you tomorrow. Why not visit alldolphins.com for the latest news, analysis, and columns, and it's all free. You can find Omar Kelly and Alan Poupard on the All Dolphins podcast discussing South Florida's NFL team on YouTube and anywhere you find your audio podcasts. Make sure you subscribe, like, and share so you stay in the know.